What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Run Your Mouth podcast. It's nice to be back with you guys. We're in the studio. Things are cooking along. All sorts of improvements still coming. But look at this. We got high-class internet. We got lighting that's currently on. We got cords that are currently plugged in. We're still working off the old microphone. But we got a new camera here. Fancy things are happening. And uh, here's the most exciting news story of the new year. We were all wondering, is Biden actually going to campaign are they somehow going to get this old man out there on flights, up and down staircases, showing up to rallies? Or are they going to be rolling out some new virus that we all have to stay at home and, uh, you know, they can mail in more votes? We were unclear. What is the strategy going to be? Are they going to be able to do round two in a basement? I mean, round one, they pulled it off, kept the guy in a basement, didn't run a campaign, didn't have to show up didn't have to do anything and uh, somehow managed to win an election. And so we're sitting around, we're wondering, are you guys going to be able to pull off another basement run? And so they seem to be rolling out a new strategy, which if you guys haven't seen it, it's clap loudly for abortion. It's don't let the guy get a world word in. It's if you can get an entire group of women behind them who desperately want to get out there, fill up their uteruses and then flush a baby. And you can get them clapping with that kind of a rally energy. Then this man never has to speak. He never has to say a word. My God, they have found a new strategy because whatever drugs they give him to show up to places every once in a while, it seems not to be working as well. We all know behind the scenes, Hunter's been out there filling his pops full up a crack making sure he can show up and every once in a while actually make coherent statements between another chocolate chip ice cream cone. But there was no way. There was I was wondering what kind of strategy can they possibly come up with to try and run another campaign with Joe Biden and it seems like they figured it out and it's clap loudly for abortion. Go with the one talking point that they have. The one thing that might actually get them back into office is I guess so many people out there that want to be able to flush some babies and you get all these women out there clapping so loudly that the guy never even has to speak at his own rallies. You got to give these guys some credit for actually coming up with a new strategy to get Biden through another election season without ever having to say anything. Did you guys watch the footage? We'll show it at the end of the show. He's up there and he's almost frustrated with it. how much how much clapping you guys more clapping. I feel like I'm supposed to say something. I'm, I'm actually president. I'm at my own rally and. You won't even let me get a word in. You just need Donald Trump to finally just, just get up there and be, you know, just be like everyone can flush however how many kids that they want. But, you know, it's nice to see we're in the swing of election season. And let's get into the show. Before we do, everybody, quick word. Uh, this weekend, I'm with Dave Smith. We're in Bridgeport, Connecticut. Come hang out. It's the uh, It's the local town turf. Show up. Let the people know that we've got a large supportive audience in the Connecticut region. What else I got going on? Nothing much. Last week I was homesick. That's why we didn't do an episode. And I ate so many Yo Deltas. So why not plug YoDelta.com? Get yourself some watermelon gummies. Keep them in the freezer. You never know when you're going to come down with the cold and decide to spend your entire week in your house high. So, you know, you don't want to be not prepared for that kind of situation where you can't get a hold of your dealer. You're like, I don't have any, any getting high supplies and I'm going to be sick all week. So you got to get ahead of that situation. Get yourself a big old bag of gummies from YoDelta.com. Use promo code RYM. You get yourself 20% off. And then uh, you'll be prepared next time you get sick. Um, oh, a couple other random things before we get into some of the important news topics that we are going to address for uh, for this uh, today's episode. First is someone should put some clothes on Madonna. I don't know if that's going to come up in this election cycle. You know, at some point, people got to age with some amount of dignity. 
And, uh, you know, I don't, I was never a Madonna fan, but even I'm starting to feel bad. Where you're like, can someone put some, some clothes on this old lady? It's like when you show up to the old age home, you're trying to visit someone. And then you get some old lady who's out in the hallway, lost her pants. She's just sitting there. She's, she seems like she should be cold. You, you don't even understand why she's not shivering and she's sitting in the wheelchair and you're like, can you, and then you try, you try and put like a, like a towel on the old lady, but then she starts trying to make out with you. Cause she thinks you're trying to sleep with you. You're like, no, you're a little old lady. Your, your pants are cold. I'm trying to put a blanket on you. And collectively, I feel like someone should be clothing Madonna because I keep seeing these random pictures on the Internet. It's horrifying. I don't know what side uh, Biden and Trump are going to take on that issue in the next election, but I do think it's something that should be addressed. I don't think we should be going into another election cycle with an undressed Madonna. And uh, on that point, I'm going to declare that all of Kansas City has officially jumped the shark on, a, on, on account of Taylor Swift. I don't know how one dork makes so much money on shitty songs that I don't understand, but there's like a level of popular where it's like, you can go do your thing. You can go be popular. You can have other people like you, but as long as I don't have to see it. But at some point, if it's constantly in my face, it, then I have to, to root against the entire city. So I, I don't know who's going to, I don't even usually follow sports, but I'm officially rooting against Kansas city on account of uh, Taylor Swift. All right, let's get into some, some news topics. We got, we got a lot going on today. What do we got? What do we got? Oh, first up, did you guys see this news story down in Texas? They had barbed wire up. You know, you can't be building walls. Oh, here, here. We can show everyone. Look, I, I got the I got the story for you guys. There we go. Um, so you've got down in Texas. You can't you can't quite build a wall. You can't put these uh, items, uh, the, 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 the courses so that making sure that if the people get into the country, they're actually great acrobats. You can't do any of these things. You can't do any of the preventative measures. You got to let as many people in as possible for the duration of the Biden administration. That's the way that they're running this thing. You got to you got to let all the people in. That's the, that's the way it's working. And for some reason. The Supreme Court has decided that Texas, after having put up all this uh, border fencing and barbed wire, they got to actually pull the barbed wire down. Did the Supreme Court give us a reason for why they got to pull down all the barbed wire? For some reason, no. They didn't give us any reason whatsoever, but they got to pull down all the barbed wire. So this was from USA Today. Texas political stunts like placing razor wire near the border simply make it harder and more dangerous for frontline personnel to do their jobs. Because the frontline personnel is responsible for trying to get as many people into the country as possible. And it's not easy to do. If you got barbed wire there, this is an evacuation of Mexico. We're trying to get as many people over this border as quickly as possible. And if you're going to put barbed wire in the way of the people who are trying to monitor these things as if they're a fire exit and you got to keep these things clear for the evacuation, we're trying to get as many people of the Mexicans into the, to our country and have it. Well, firstly, what is frontline personnel? What exactly is that? Is that border control patrol? Is that some other division of government that shows up to stand on the front lines and then anything anyone does to try and fix a situation, they go, hey, you're getting in my way as the frontline personnel of making sure that everything's dysfunctional. Maybe that's the way it works. Government, they want to be dysfunctional at all time. So you got the frontline personnel at the front lines, making sure that whatever's supposed to be could fix the situation isn't taking place. I talked about this on the end of year recap. Go check it out where Biden said, hey, putting up a border wall is not a serious policy solution. They don't they don't come up with a better solution. They don't they don't have a better idea. But whatever you're out there doing, they're like, hey, that's not going to work. And that's not a good idea. All right. What else we got? This was the uh, yeah, this was the other line. This was from the uh, Wall Street Journal. 
Biden's administration, the Republican government of Texas plays out in the lower courts as in typical emergency matters, the court's summary order included a re- uh, didn't include a reason. I got to look at this. This is the first time here. We're going to have to make some adjustments because uh, with that light in my face coming from this angle, I can't quite read that. But, you know, we'll get these things settled. Uh, all right. Next topic. Top Cancer Center seeks to retract or correct dozen of studies. I'm enjoying this. Apparently AI, it's going after all the professors and good. Fuck them. How much fun is this? Those people are an academic publishing papers all the time. You know, you always hear that like these new technologies are going to come around and they're going to help the people that are in power to all of our detriments. And I don't know enough about AI to tell you what these overloads are doing as Mark Zuckerberg builds himself an underground bunker in the Hawaii's uh, in the, uh, in in the island of Hawaii as they go underground because they set AI mechanisms with robots to police the human race and they want to hang out underground as we try and revolt against the exact systems that they're putting in place to to monitor all of our behaviors at all time. I can't tell you that AI is not going to bring in some new era of horror and pain under the hands of Charles Schwab and these other global elites who don't want even us to have our own governments to rule over us. I can't even have my own government to rule over me. You got to have another government to rule over my government. But anyways, they're always threatening us. They're telling us how horrible these new technologies are going to be. And that if they're implemented, they're going to. But then it always seems like they actually go after the powerful. Like, for example, like you would have thought, oh, my God, the state's going to monitor me with all these cameras now. But then we end up monitoring the police and then the police end up getting being the ones that get in trouble because you catch them when they got their necks on people's throats. Or every once in a while, you ever watch a video like on YouTube of some cop who's actually going to go down for DUI because the other cop that's uh, pulling him over has the little camera on. And he's like, listen, old school rules. I would have let you go drive this car into a school. I wouldn't care one cop to another. You're you're on your you're on your day off and you want to get hammered and get out there and drive who I salute you. But this little camera on me, it says otherwise. You see what I'm saying? Like they're always telling us that the new technology is going to come along and they're going to they're going to ruin it for us. It's going to become a mechanism for the elites to control over us. But then every time these new technologies get rolled out, it seems to actually undermine the uh, the power of the uh, powerful. And so in this case, I'm so enjoying that the AI technology, they're able to do quick searches on everyone's papers and go and, hey, look at all of this stuff is being plagiarized. Uh, and if there's one thing that I can also take away from this is if you're in school, cheat more. I wish I had cheated more. If I could go back to school, I would do so much more cheating. I'm in the mistake of, uh, sometimes like you actually embrace morality into your life and the universe quickly kicks your ass. Example, when I did that episode back in the day, when I was out in Seattle and a trolley line took out my bicycle, I crashed into a Subaru car door and that Subaru car door that somehow was more valuable than my entire working Subaru. My, my working Subaru is probably worth what I had to pay to replace this stupid dent in that guy's car door, which is why I never leave a note. And I already taught you guys that. It was a mistake that I made. I have a very uh, pious uh, religious father tried to indoctor me with morality and said, you got to always leave a note. And then I left a note and that cost me too much money. And you know what? Fuck that crazy city and their homeless people and their shitty trolley lines. Did I put a trolley line into the middle of the town? Did I create a gypsy bike store, an unscrupulous bike seller, 
that would sell you crummy bikes that would just be taken out by trolley lines. I didn't create any of these situations. And there's enough insurance mechanisms out there that could have covered the cost of this. But no, good old me leaving a note going, I'm so sorry that I was tripped by this trolley line. You hit me up and I'll pay for this dent. And then you get a bill, $3,500. That's uh, I'm not that nice of a person. You know what else? I wish I cheated more in life. Because I remember, I sixth, seventh, and eighth grade, I cheated on everything. Nothing. There wasn't there wasn't one piece of homework I ever did. I even got caught a couple times. I should have gotten in more trouble for it. But I hated school. They made me sit in there. I wasn't going to learn anything. And so I stared out the window and I cheated. And then I went to my religious high school and you had this rabbi and he gave us this whole speech about how uh, how if you're uh, if you're cheating on things then your entire life is going to be theft because you stole an opportunity by this guy when you got this grade and then everything you ever do for your entire life is stealing. So if you want to go to hell for having stolen everything off the backs of the opportunity that you took from other people by cheating, I was like, whoa, that's really scary. And so I didn't cheat. And that was a mistake. I should have cheated on everything. You're stuck in countless classes that have zero relevance to your life of people, if people uh, lying to you pretending like the information that they're telling you is important and it turns out not to be important. And then everyone else is getting ahead because they're smart enough to realize, oh, I'm stuck in this system that I don't get to change. And yeah, you might be thinking, well, you can go to the administration. You can try to talk this. No, you're going to be stuck in systems. And so you might as well cheat your way through them because you know what it turns out? The people on the top of these rackets, the people that actually run these institutions are doing the exact same thing. And so good. It's nice to see these bastards get taken down. Because we had to live in those little worlds. These people dictated the courses that you were going to have to take. They dictated the, uh, the, the all the protocols, the papers you were going to have to write, the nonsense classes that you would have to get in order to get your degree just so that they could secure the job of one more professor in their department. I, I hope everyone in the entire academic world goes down and it turns out that they all plagiarized everything all the time. All right, what else we got? You know, might as well take a moment before we go to the next topic to thank our other sponsor for today. Ooh, that's just my belt. Sheath. Sheathunderwear.com. Use promo code RIM. You get 20% off the greatest underwear that's ever graced the balls of man. Look at patterns like that. You see those patterns? Oh, you might not be able to see them with the green screen, but let me tell you, my buns look wonderful right now. I'll tell you that. I got smooth, silky, comfortable underwear supporting everything, keeping everything in place. Keeps it cool in the summer. Keeps you getting from all sweaty and then uh, and then cold in the winter. And my absolute favorite project, which is the uh, the long johns. Uh, someone's telling me that the uh, that my my volume's a little bit low. We can pump it up a little bit. Is that better, everybody? Gonna have to make more adjustments. I keep getting uh, I don't know. Maybe at some point I'll find some slave labor to uh, to work on the show, and we'll actually get a producer in here. And then, you know, at some point, maybe I'll come in here late at night and make even more. I don't know why StreamYard keeps reset. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Why? Listen, it's the first uh, show of me just yelling, testing out my soundproofing supplies, seeing how the annoyed the neighbors might get. Hopefully they're sawing over there. Usually they make a lot of white noise in that hallway where they're sawing, sawing, sawing. And they're not like, is that guy in there yelling about abortions? But for all they know, I'm running an abortion clinic. <laughs> okay. Moving on. Um, after a botched execution, Alabama is trying an untested method. And for starters, if they botched your execution, do you get two last meals? How does that work? You, you think you should at least get two last meals. And if they do anything other than go directly from you overeating 
and you sit there to the point that you overate, you're like, just kill me right now. If they wait for you to digest that, they're a bunch of dicks. But also, how are you messing up killing people? Can't you just get some fentanyl patches? You're really telling me that in a world where people are constantly dropping dead by their hearts, just peacefully stopping because they took too much fentanyl and we can't be doing that to the people that we're putting down on death row. Listen, I understand why society might need a death penalty. I get this. I can understand putting people down, but can't you do it nicely? Can't you do it gracefully? Do you really have to put masks on these people with nitrous oxide in ways that haven't even been tested? Ways that are unpleasant? I mean, if if the market has come up with a way to put people down peacefully, it's fentanyl. It's nice and simple. Get some patches, throw it on the guy's arm, let him sit there, play some Pink Floyd, and let him go out peacefully. All right, moving on to the next topic. We got a couple more left. Um, Trump closes on nomination with New Hampshire win. All right. I like this. So the first thing, this is from the week magazine. They're talking about the end of, uh, uh, Nikki Haley's, uh, run for presidency. So the first is it's her last and best chance to slow his March, not to win, but that's the best that they can spin is, Hey, if you can support Nikki Haley through to the very end, she might slow down the other guy's path to victory and still lose, but at least she can get in the way of how speedily the other guy can win. That's the best they can spin it for why you should support Nikki Haley is because you can slow down his March. So it sounds to me like you're saying she lost. All right. And then she also said she can beat president Joe Biden more easily, which is true because they probably won't rig election. If it's against Nikki Haley, All of a sudden, all the corpses don't have to vote. They're not going to have to roll out disease X, keep us in our house. Who knows? Maybe they'll actually let Joe Biden talk at his rallies and not just have everyone clap over them because the other option will be Nikki Haley and she'll be happy to sign off on maybe even more wars. And then the last one, she she said Biden more easily and vowed to stay in the race because, hey, there's still uh, as long as the deep state's going to keep spending money to support this thing and I'm going to get a job when I leave it, then you know, let me, I might as well stick in this thing though. What they told me is the longer I stay in this, the more lucrative my book deal is going to be at the end. This was from the New York times. And I thought this was interesting that the New York times is even recognizing that the old guard of the GOP is a dwindling faction. Let's give this a read. Tuesday night's results showed that the time is coming to sit Shiva for the Republican Party of the Bushes, Cheneys, and Romneys, and the donor class that once played an outsized role in shaping the party is now a desperate group of bystanders. Miss Haley ran on a traditional Republican platform, one that has faded during the Trump years. She campaigned on issues like reducing federal spending and enacting a... Uh, staunchly interventionist foreign policy and overhauling programs like social security and Medicare. Do you guys remember how much the old school Republican party sucked? Isn't it amazing like that? There's still those people out there that are like, we're just going to pretend like we're going to balance the budget and we're actually just going to spend even more money pretending like everyone's trying to invade and kill our country. Her candidacy was embraced by the pre Trump GOP as the gang got back together for one last shot at the interloper. In other words, the deep state was like, oh, you know, maybe we can get our candidate in here. Traditional party donors from Wall Street who loathe Mr. Trump poured money into Miss Haley's super PAC. And in New Hampshire, she seemed to have a political environment more hospitable than an Iowa with a voting base that is uh, less religious and more educated. All right. 
Uh, next topic. We've got Alaska Airline found loose bolts on many of its Boeing Max 9 jets. And remember, I told you guys, you can't trust anybody anymore. There's no such thing as the experts. Remember, you have to stay home. You can't see your grandmother before she dies. No going to work. Listen, for medical reasons, don't interact with other people. Don't show up to your job. That's going to be healthier. It's going to be healthier for you just to stay home, watch Netflix, and drink alcohol because you can't show up anywhere because we've got a six-feet rule that just kind of sort of appeared. That's the way science works. It just kind of sort of appeared. And then once we said it, we realized we needed to be fully committed to the thing that we said because uh, sometimes there's a scientific process and you're running experiments and sometimes things just kind of sort of appear. Unlike the virus, because I paid and bought that one. So that one, we knew about the virus, but the six feet thing that told everyone that they had to, that just kind of sort of appeared. And so if there was one thing that you were all supposed to take away from COVID is that you can't trust anybody for anything, any of the times. And that applies now all the way to airlines, which apparently just have loose bolts. And I already told you, you got to practice your neuroticism at home and you got to start showing up and asking questions to that pilot. If you just get onto a flight, peacefully sit in your seat and you think it's just going to take off and land where it's supposed to land without a door falling off, that is your own fault. Wasn't just one door that fell off. Apparently they forgot all sorts of bolts on these things. Even I, a person with zero understanding of anything technical. You guys see the issues we have on this show where sometimes I discover, oh, you got to plug in that cord. You got to check this sound. But even I understand bolts. Even I understand, hey, there was supposed to be a screw there and that wing can fall off. All right. Um, here was. Thank you for your support defending freedom in America because that's what we're doing. Yes. Yes. All right. Last topic for today. Return to office mandates don't help companies make more money because uh, apparently I said at the beginning of the whole thing, not only do you have to waste all this energy getting to work, but then once you're at work, you know how much energy you have to waste pretending like you're working versus when you're at home, you just kind of get to be efficient about it. All right. That's our episode. Thanks for hanging out. Uh, I'm enjoying the new studio. We'll see if the people from the outside yell at us. Apparently, my, my internet's on point. $160 a month for this premium business internet. At least it didn't fail us on the first episode. Uh, other than that, still got to make some adjustments. But, uh, you know, we'll be back probably, I don't know, sometime over the weekend with another episode. All right, let's take a couple comments. There have been comments. People have been hanging out. They've been saying things. Um, any trips to Montreal planned? No, but I would love to do Canada, probably more Toronto, but I guess maybe once I'm in Toronto, maybe I could do Montreal, maybe ski J peak, do the whole thing, drive over the border. That could be a good time. Blink twice. If you can read this, Robbie, I blinked a bunch of times. Uh, John Edward, he lives in front of an audience. Clearly Tucker Dixon agreeing that KC should be ashamed. Uh, Kratom is a stimulant in low doses as it makes most people feel energetic and slightly euphoric. You see, Shooter McGavin gets it. Yo, Kratom.com, home of the $6 kilo. All right, and then last one. Maybe I missed it. Did you talk about the Carrie Lake tape? No, I should have. Maybe on the next episode. It didn't, uh, 
I don't know. Carrie Lake's a weird character. What do you think? She's going to end up with uh, with the job in the Trump administration? Maybe press secretary. That could be fun. She's a spicy lady. All right. That's our episode. Thanks for hanging out back uh, sometime soon. This is only 23 minutes. Look at look at how quickly we did this one. All right. I'm done. Later. Back soon.